Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Hey moms, welcome back to the Other Moms podcast. We think this is episode 118. Oh, I sure hope so. (laughs) And we are talking about back to school. We are so thankful that our kiddos are back to school. We hope yours are too, but we know that you are probably... We hope yours are too. What if they're not? What happened? Yeah. I don't know. Do people not go back to school? Something went awry. I did hear like maybe people in the North, don't they go back after Labor Day? (gasps) Yeah, some people maybe are not back yet. Can you imagine not sending your kids back till after Labor Day? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they do that. But here's the thing. If your kids are back to school, then you're as broke as we are. Because it is so expensive to get them back in school. And whether it's, you know, whether you have little ones that are like in kinder or pre-K. Like I remember in pre-K buying the like nap mat. Oh, I thought I was spending so much money on that nap mat. But yeah. I'd take that nap mat in a heartbeat if that's all I had to buy. Well, I know. I know. Because it really, it really does level up. But, you know, you've got the nap mat. And then. You know, you did the bougie pottery barn matching backpack at Lunchbox. Yes, with monogrammed. Oh, no, it, no. I did not monogram. No. And the matching. And you can't resell that thing. And the matching water bottle inside. No, the water bottle from Pottery Barn is cheap. It breaks after like two weeks. Don't it do really it. It really does. But you don't know that until you do it. And you're like lured in, you know, when it's your first kid. You're like, oh, I want him to have all the same, you know, unicorn backpack, unicorn lunchbox, unicorn water bottle. And then you get custom name tags made. And, you know, there's just all this that goes into it. Um, and then the little nap mat, you got to have a cute outfit and then back to school teacher gift. And I didn't know that was a thing until recently that like you took a gift on the first day of school for the teacher. Okay. So I've always done a little something, but what I've been doing in the last few years is just sending them a DoorDash gift card the first week of school and saying dinner's on us this week. That's such a good idea because they're exhausted. And so what if one night they get to come home? dinner shows up at the house and it's like they can just go to bed like there's That's one less so thing nice you're do. so nice well I'm I, not that nice okay but now we're down to I only have one kid in elementary so I can afford it wait so you didn't door dash all the high school teachers ma'am listen high school <laughs> teachers I'm sorry I feel like you just got dissed I'm sorry you didn't get a DoorDash gift card can but you, that elementary school teacher did can you even imagine I would have to get a job as a door dasher to pay for Caleb's eight periods, Lydia's eight periods, and Caroline's one They're teacher. working just as hard. They are working just as hard. But I, just, I was a high school I'm teacher. I'm going to give you a hug when I come to open a house, high school teachers. Listen, I'm going to hug you and say thank you. They all get like a $5 Sonic gift card. Like, Yeah, go. that's good. Yes. Okay. But we cannot be doing, you know. <laughs> you don't get a whole meal. Yeah. Sorry. That you elementary just get teacher. The drink. Yeah. Just the drink. Yeah, that's a different deal. Okay, so we are back to school. Okay, by the way, you know, there's some um, ISDs around us that are doing four day a week. They have Fridays off. Do you know about this? How long do you have to go to school for those four days? Like, when do you start? It's only like 30 minutes longer per day. That's it? 
Yeah, it's like 15 more minutes in the morning, 15 more in the afternoon. I, I, I think. I think that's what I've understood it to be. I have too many questions. What do you do with sports? What do you do with parents that work? What do you do with... I just don't even know how this is, like, possible. Okay, so they don't do the sports on Friday, This, as far as I understand it. You tell me a football coach... Listen. Is in not... In Texas? No. I know, ma'am. I know, but apparently... That cannot be happening. And, um, okay, if you, have a, if you have a kid in this system and we are getting this wrong, please message us and tell us, and we will <laughs> circle back on this. But... Um, um, and then kids that have parents that work, like, aren't at home. Because to me, that was the bit first thing. Like, what if you work and you can't be home with your kids on Friday? Well, that they have, like, a kind of like a daycare program. So they're not, like, getting instruction, but it's some kind of structured. I know, I know. I don't love that. Yeah, I know. I'm concerned, too. But if you have older kids, like, my older kids would go oh, they would bananas love it. for that. Yes, Except that I have a senior, and apparently they don't really go to school their senior year, so... Okay, let me talk about He's that. living his best life. Because I drive by your house all the time, and Jake's truck is out yeah, there. Yeah, it is, because he's got first period off. Okay, what else does he have? Does he have other things off? Because I feel yeah. like I've seen him there he more than that. He has fifth and sixth period off, too. <laughs> so some days he goes to one class. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's a good life. So what's he doing in the other time? Apparently, if you take, like, so many AP classes your senior year, you get more off periods. Okay. Which makes some sense. Sure. They've got most of their credits. APs are really hard. Yeah. So he did that, so he's got three off periods. So is he working, like? Okay, so this is the thing that drives me bananas. Because he has eighth period soccer. Mm. So he could have gone to work early. Okay. But no, we just have a random three hours in the middle of the day that he could be Studying. I don't know if he's studying. That's hilarious. Okay. So first period I get because he works late at Chick-fil-A the night before. He can sleep in a little yeah, bit that's the next nice. morning. Yeah. But this whole fifth and sixth, I don't know what's happening there. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like there's just gas like falling out of the windows as he drives all over town for uh-huh. his random three hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So is it fully soccer season yet? Or are they just kind of, they're it's like It's just the class. Season. You know, yeah, yeah. like even basketball has a class. Everybody's got yeah. a class. So yeah. he still has to go to class. All right, so let's talk about, so we talked about, like, expenses when they were, like, in pre-K, and then you get into elementary, and you start having to buy, like, school supplies, and they're significant, you know, school supplies are significant. Did you, were you, like, the school pack, or did you buy all your... I'm not really that bougie of a person, but I just think the school pack is all the cheap generic stuff, and I like Crayola, okay? I just want some Crayola markers. It generally is, but I'm willing to, I buy the school pack, and then when we unpack it and meet the teacher... If there's anything I don't like, then I just go supplement. Oh. But they have been using Crayola crayons now. Have they really? Yeah. And Elmer's glue. It's not the Rose Art brand anymore. Like, it's like. Less Rose Art. I, I kind of want to meet the owner of Rose Art and be like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You have gotten shade for so many years. I am so sorry, Rose Art. <laughs> okay. So that's expensive. But then I feel like we have entered a new echelon of expense as you have children in sports. Like, it is, it's another level. Now, so there have probably been plenty of parents that have been paying this for years. Like, these parents that play for these club sports. Oh, they've been paying thousands. And travel ball yes. and stuff. I'm Hotels. Like, bless yes. your heart. What are y'all doing? Y'all got a little, y'all selling some meth on the side? Like, what, <laughs> what, are, y'all, what are y'all doing to help pay for this? Like, I really don't understand because it's expensive. I don't know how they do it either. I mean, can I just have a little bit of that? That would really help. Yeah. No, I, so anyway. Um, but Kate, then, she was, y'all, she was so surprised that she had to buy her middle school daughter workout clothes for gym class. Can't Kayla, you just wear your shorts and t-shirt? Ma'am, no. 
So listen, Caleb's always run track. And so like in middle school, it was before and after school. So he didn't have to have the athletic stuff. And even now in high school cross country, like we buy very expensive running shoes, $160. But um, you don't, you're not buying pads and helmet, like all the stuff you do for football. And Annie, for his athletics period, they just wear like, their clothes like that they they go run in you don't have to have like high school athletic clothes so when Lydia goes into middle school athletics and we have to go buy the clothes at the sports store you know these whatever special designed with her middle school on them like excuse me what are we doing when I was in middle school athletics I was wearing hand-me-down clothes from certainly 1985 like they I were, think I had to have matching the matching workout outfit when I was in middle school. We had them, but the school bought them. And we had these like industrial size washer and dryers in the locker rooms. And if you were a PE aide, because I was a PE aide one year, my Why eighth grade year. Why would you choose to be PE aide? Oh, it was so fun because our coaches were awesome. But you had to wash clothes. Yeah, it was so fun. So me and this other cutie boy were PE aides together. Oh my goodness. He tried to kiss me in the <gasps> laundry room. <laughs> Another story coming out of the vault. I know. I didn't let him, but he tried. And so we, we would have to like l- wash the laundry in these huge. Somebody needs to take that boy aside and be like, bro, this is not where you want your first kiss. No, he was the cutest Let's thing. Let's think this through. He was the cutest thing. No, sir. And then most of the time he and I sat and played free cell on the computer. You remember free cell? You know, free cell, like solitaire. No, I don't know what free cell is. Come on. It's like solitaire on the computer. I played Minesweeper. Ma'am. That's it. Okay. Well, that's what we did. And the coaches were awesome. And we would just help, like, I don't know. It was a privilege to be a PEA. Honestly, they only selected the best kids. Oh, my goodness. But so we had we had all these athletic stuff, and you were just, like, given. I don't you even know. You washed other people's athletic clothes. Yeah. And then the next day, you just came in, and you just found a shirt and shorts that fit and put it on? Yes, ma'am. <gasps> I, I do not think that was my life. I don't. Well, so when we had to go spend, you know, a, what felt like a mortgage payment to buy Lydia's athletic clothes. Oh, all my high school athletic moms, y'all just, just take a deep breath right now because she said that, but it's not a mortgage yet. So you just wait. That was, um, that was like a storage rental. <laughs> That's what that was. That's how much you spent. You just wait for high school athletics then you're paying your mortgage yeah I can't even imagine I can't even imagine so we are just you know trying to get them back to school clothes and Mm -mm. I said you don't need nothing it is the same 110 degrees today that it was in July you can wear exactly (laughs) what you had then that's right well but see I had this little sweet girl going into middle school and she wants to be cute and And she should she should be cute and she's getting up every morning and curling her hair yes girl and we worked on it worked on it now she's got it down and she's so cute I'm just so happy for her she's so cute she has the best hair I'm so jealous of her hair I have like five hairs on my head and she has this great full head of hair that she will curl in the morning and it looks just as good at the end of the day oh she's one of those okay she got good hair yes and it is, I'm just like, child, you have God's favor on your life. So it's amazing. <laughs> um, and then not only that, like, what about all the just like, I, I know we went through a lot of food at home this summer, you know, keeping them snacked and everything. But like, did you have to do a big grocery store trip? To like, I feel like I've been to Costco way too many times. I don't think I'm supposed to be spending this much money at Costco, but I am. Eggs, I'm buying eggs like I need a chicken. I just I need several chickens in my backyard to help me with all the eggs we're buying. Do you make eggs every morning? 
My well, because I've got these athletic boys that are trying to like protein up. Okay. So we're making eggs every day. Really? Every day. Yes. Who eggs. who is making Jed. the eggs? Judd makes eggs. Greg makes eggs. Jake doesn't. My senior drinks a Celsius in the morning. That's it. That's his breakfast. Oh, fantastic. Mm. And then, but yeah. And I like eggs too because I'm gluten-free now, which yeah. we haven't really talked about on the podcast, mm. but I'll give you all that story another day. Okay. So eggs, I can eat eggs. So I eat eggs. Hey, by the way, I went to our um, shared chiropractor the other day. Yes. Who was on your trip to yes. the Holy oh, Land. Oh, did you tell him the story? And I said, Dr. T, we just recorded a podcast episode and Rebecca was telling us about an incident she had in Cana where she really needed to use the restroom. And he looked confused for a minute, and then he started laughing so hard, and he said, oh, the Yellow River. Oh <laughs> it is infamous. And he said, I wasn't around when it happened, but I was trying to walk somewhere, and everybody goes, whoa, stop, stop. you got to step over it. <laughs> and we're still friends. We're still friends, and he's still my chiropractor. So listen, there's a lot that can happen, and you can just hang on to relationships. It's oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so back to school. I feel like I, I feel like you and I maybe are in the same boat that we have mixed feelings about back to school. Yes. Like, I really, mostly really love it because I love the routine. I love that we're getting up early. I like um, that I'm not worried about, like, what these kids are doing at home all day while I'm trying to work and stuff. The house is staying cleaner. I don't know. There's just so many things I like about it. And like Lydia made the volleyball team and Caleb's PRing in cross country and like I'm seeing them excel, you know, and and I just, I love that. It's a lot of fun. God, we're only two weeks in too. Your kids are on all cylinders. I know. Let's make it. Come on. We got to make it all the way to May. Um, What do you like about back to school? I like... I like the routine. I like knowing that we have our days planned out. I do, you know, we're only a couple weeks in for us, but it's a little daunting looking down that pipe of routine uh-huh. going, uh-huh. oh my gosh, yeah, it's not going to stop for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Because the lunch machine, you know, that has to run in the evenings and stuff and the, you know, all of it just, it, you really, there's more of a sense, I feel like, of Groundhog's Day in the school year than there is even in the summer. Oh, for sure. Yes. And just trying to make sure, that, I don't know, we're in the teenage years a little bit, so it feels like I'm trying to walk this line with my teenagers where, like, I don't ask too many questions, but I ask enough questions, mm. but I don't actually know what they're doing in their classes, but I'd really like to know what they're doing in their classes. Yeah. And I really want to hug them tight, but I know I need to let go. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're... This ninth grader is giving me a run for my money. Okay, interesting. My mom keeps asking me, "What are the? What's he doing in geometry?" I'm like, "Mom, I don't know what he's doing anywhere. He won't <laughs> talk." Well, and he's your quieter, more to himself one, yes, right? And I want him to want to come home one day, so I feel like I have to be careful what I say now. <laughs> I want him to love me. I'm just trying to be careful. Um, I feel like, yeah, one of the things that's hard for us with school right now is, so we are in a season, and we'll we'll be here for a little bit. For the first time, we have a kid in each school. So I have a kid in the elementary school, I have a kid in middle, and I have a kid in high school. And that has added a level of complexity that I feel like, I feel like Jeremy and I are on like a bucking bronco and just holding on for dear life. And every once in a while, you're like, I know we haven't talked in four days, but are you okay? Oh, great. Okay. Here we go again. You are in our text messages. That is what we were texting last week. It's like, hey, you all right? Yep. (laughs) Hey, let me know if you need something. Otherwise, I'll see you Saturday. Okay. Because it's just, it is just absolutely wild. 
So just trying to hold on under the tension of, of that and, and not lose it. So one of the things I think that helps me maintain chill in this is remembering the concept of today that like, cause if I do what you were just talking about and look too far down, you know, when I start thinking about staying under this through October, November, December, and, and the complications of the holidays, like I could, I could crumble, crumble or get in my car and just drive to Mexico and just look for the closest resort and be like somebody. I feel like that could be dangerous. <laughs> so I'm going to encourage you to stay right here in the great state of Texas. Would you just put out the white flag so we all know to come save you yes. before you do that? Yeah. But I think when we can remember that, like, okay, all all God has given me is today. And actually, a friend last week um, texted me. She was praying for me. And she said, I guess God had, you know, laid me on her heart or something. And she said, she, she kind of wrote out her prayer. And she said, I'm praying that today, wherever God calls you to cast your net, that you would be faithful there. And that imagery has stayed with me because I thought about what that meant for the disciples. Like when they cast their net that, you know, remember Jesus tells, tells Peter to go out and cast his net and Peter just has to obediently cast his net. He's not in charge of casting somebody else's net. He's not in charge of planning the nets that'll go out tomorrow. He's not supposed to be looking around at anything else or planning anything behind or before. And yet Jesus actually wants him to forget about, you know, the, that he didn't get a catch before. You know, he's just saying, trust me right here, right now. I'm telling you, cast your net right here and trust me to fill it. And I felt like for me that that vision, that idea has stayed with me as I've thought about, okay, today, this is where Jesus is calling me to cast my net. He is calling me to put my net down right here where today I'm picking the kids up at this time and I'm getting them to this thing and I'm making this for dinner and I'm going to do this work and I'm going to have these intentional conversations and I'm going to go to sleep. Like this is where my net is. I don't need to be jumping over into somebody else's boat. I don't need to be trying to take care of things I'm not supposed to be taking care of. Like stay right where I am. I think that's so good because I do think that as soon as we got back into school, I felt this pressure of like, what are they meeting expectations? Did they take the right class? Oh, they're not with their friend. I need to go fix it. Oh my gosh, they didn't get on this team. I need to call the coach. Like you just have this immediate sense as a mom that you just want to jump in and like, you know, take care of all the things so your kid doesn't have to. And I think that's where you're looking at other people's boats and you're trying to cast a net to next week or next month or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think it's so good to remind us to just think about what we have today, because I do think that we can miss a lot of good things in today because we're worried about tomorrow or next week. And our kids, you know, so often they don't think as far down the road as we're even thinking. Sure. So even my son, like sometimes with my ninth grader, bless him. He'll be like, mom, I feel like you're trying to, you you think I'm feeling this way, but I'm not. I'm okay. Uh It's almost like I'm trying to put on him some like, oh, babe, I'm so sorry. And he's Uh like, I'm fine. Uh It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. But as moms, we're just so worried that we're not doing everything we should be doing 
that we're just like multitasking to the nth degree. And, mm-hmm. and God is so kind, moms. He's so kind that when he gave you those kids and that home and that school and that grade and that car and all those things, that he gave them to you with the purpose of just be careful with these things that I'm giving yeah. you and I'll take care of the rest. Yeah. And so I just love that idea. That's so good to think about. Where am I casting my net today? And can I be faithful and obedient with mm-hmm. this one net that mm-hmm. God's asked me to take care of? Yeah. Because we know when we look at the promises of the Bible that he he promises to give us everything we need for life and godliness. You know, he promises to supply every one of our needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. So we can trust that what he has called us to this day, he is going to provide for. You know, it makes me think of Matthew 6. Of all the things that the people were anxious and worried about and they were chasing after, and Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added. You know, and then the following scripture, that's Matthew 6, 33, and then the following scripture is when he says, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. You know, just focus on today. And so that has really been a sustaining idea for me in the last week of just, okay, breathe. Where am I right now? What is right in front of me? What is the next right thing to do? Not the not 20 steps down. What is the next thing I'm supposed to be doing? Well, and I would say, too, because I think um, some of us may have had expectations for how we thought the beginning of the school year was going to go. And you mm-hmm. may have already hit some roadblocks. You may have already hit some instances where you're like, oh, this was not what I was hoping for. And I just want to tell you, moms, that I have really had to ask the Lord to help me not fix for my kids, but to let them struggle through some things. So mm. if your kid's in a in a year that's not quite turning out like you hoped, or maybe they didn't make the team, or they didn't get in a class with friends, would you just know that there are other moms out there that are watching their kids struggle too? But I have to trust that God has that struggle for my kid's life for a purpose as well, that he's yeah. going to teach them something bigger than what comfort would have taught them. And so for them to have a little bit of hardship is really going to build their character. And so I know that you as a mom, you want to make sure that you're looking at all the other boats to take care of all the things that are coming. But sometimes we need to let our kids walk through those things along with us that we're praying them through it. But along, let our kids walk through those things so that they can build a part of their character that God really needs to do in them. Well, and isn't that so hard to navigate as a mom? Because it's such a gray area. Like, you know, when when do you step in and, and when do you not? But I think about like when our little babies were starting to walk, you know, and they were toddlers, you know, you watch them start to toddle and they're going to fall down and then they stand back up. But that's part of the learning process. But if every time they started to fall, if we were right there and we grabbed them and we never let them fall, they never would have had the chance to learn how to walk. Uh huh. You know, it's actually a kindness for us to allow them because and then you're watching as a mama knowing, okay, you know, this baby, it's not like we're letting them fall from off the top of the counter. We're talking about they're on I mean, the, some of us might well, have. man. I'm just listen, saying. it happens. But if they're if they're walking, you know, and they're on a carpet and you you know, you see the reasonable risk and you know, okay, this child has to fall to be able to figure this out. It just that looks differently when they start getting bigger. And but we're having to watch and kind of go, okay, do I let them stumble here? And and then they figure it out. And then or when is it they're on the counter and they're gonna really get hurt and I actually need to step in, you know? Right. And those are those are the tricky things to navigate as a mom. It is. It really is. But I do think God gives you wisdom for those moments. Yeah. 
I think he and the Holy Spirit are going to tell you in your heart, Mom, what you need to be doing. Mm. Uh, if it's just get on your floor and pray for him, then you do that. Yeah. Or if it's, you know, step in and help, you do that. But yeah. just trust that Holy Spirit inside of you to give you that wisdom when you need it. God gave you those babies because he knew you were the mom for them. Yeah. Okay. Hey, before we wrap, I wanted us to each share just like a couple of tips that are potentially making your back to school life easier. Like things that you guys do at your house to make things work. So go ahead. Well, I talked about this uh, before the summer on the podcast. We are meal prepping again. Okay. So today. I was wondering. Today I put all the chicken in the Instapot. I put the rice in the rice cooker. I made a big batch of breakfast sausage to do breakfast this week. So we are meal prepping again. Great. It really does make our lives easier for me to think through lunches for the week and kind of figure out who needs to have what. So I'm not scrambling. It makes my Sunday crazy. I will say that. You know, it doesn't really feel as much of a restful day. Sure. Because I know, mamas, you're thinking about backpacks and clothes and laundry and all the things. But it makes for the week to go a little bit smoother. So meal prepping is still number one on our list. So I agree with you. I think for us, Sunday is the day where we mostly rest. And for us, we we go to church on Saturday nights. So Sundays, we're home. And let the kids rest and stuff in the morning. But by Sunday evening, the rooms are cleaned. Everybody has done their laundry. The lunches are packed for the next day. And the last two weeks, I have been meal prepping. And for me, mostly that means cooking in the meat. Because that, isn't that the big? Thawing. Yeah. Sauteing, skilleting, instapotting. Yes. Yeah. But having a meal plan going into the week and having the food prepped makes such a difference. Um, and just to be realistic, I do not cook every night. So I probably only cook three meals a week and then we're eating leftovers from that for alternate dinners, or we eat out a couple of times a week. So just in case you're hearing us say that and it's like, Oh, she's, she's coming home and cooking a dinner. No, we certainly cannot. Girl, I said meal prep their lunches. I did not talk about dinner. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what we have for dinner this week, but I know what they're having for lunch. Well, that's good. So that's something. That's good. Okay, any other tips? I have started trying to get my elementary school kid um, ready for bed earlier. Okay. So because the summers were so like hit or miss and we yeah. stayed up late, that dragged into the school year. And so I set a new routine for her and I was like, look, if you want the freedom to watch a show or talk, dawdle in your bed or whatever, you have to have everything done and ready for bed by 830. Okay, that's, good. That's, and honestly, it was really hard. We had to have some consequences for a couple of days sure. because she didn't think I was serious. Sure. Grasa, hand me that phone. You want to see how serious I am? Yeah, I'm serious. But it makes it so much nicer because uh-huh. then it feels like um, I'm not rushing, yeah. you know, because by 830, I'm done. I just want to go get in my own bed. Yeah. So it's been really nice to just kind of push back that bedtime a little bit. Even if you feel like it's almost too early, it's probably not because a million things can happen right before bed that you need to fix. So that's been really nice to kind of get everybody towards their bed faster. And then we have a little bit more time to just relax before we go to sleep. That's good. I like that. Um, I would say my kids have been in training ground, I think for a long time. And it's so funny because this is stuff we have taught on the podcast and, but I'm getting to see it in fruition now where I had, I have thankfully taught them systems and things where as now, now I'm not having to mess with them in the morning. Like they know that. So because for years I had checklists or I set alarms of things that they needed to do in the morning. 
to where now they're managing that all on their own. I'm not having to say, did you brush your teeth? Did you brush your hair? Did you pack your lunch? Right? Because we have put in the work over the years enough that now like an alarm goes off at 7.30 and Caroline says, bye, I love you. And she walks out the door and walks to school with her friends. And I know that child has her lunch in her backpack. She has a water bottle, brushed her hair, brushed her teeth. You know what I mean? And that has been such a game changer to see that pay off. So if you aren't in that spot yet, I would just recommend having a checklist for younger kids in the morning of things that they need to make sure that they do so that you're not having to be on. I think that creates a lot of stress in the mornings if you're having to constantly remind them of the same things every day. And as much as you can prep the night before with setting out outfits, having the backpack ready, having the lunches packed, oh my goodness, just makes such a difference. And then any little like reminders or alarms you can set of things that maybe will help remind them so that it's not, you're not having to holler at them all morning where, you know, old girl goes off and she's like, time to eat breakfast or whatever. You have your Alexa do that? Sometimes. Yeah. Well, wow. and because, because Caroline has, she's been getting up so early and so she's ready to go and then she'll do everything. And if she has everything done, then she can sit and watch a show for a few minutes until it's time to go. So, but then sometimes she's supposed to leave the house at seven 30 and it'll be seven 35. And she's like, Oh, you know, I missed it. So mm-hmm. we just have an alarm that says time to go. And she, you know, walks out the door. This is the story of my life. My husband says that I should set more reminders and <laughs> put things on my calendars and it would really help me to be more organized with my life. Maybe I should do that. I think it helped. I mean, I think it's been good. And then my only other tip is we had a back to school dinner, which we always do. Um, if you've been around here for a minute, you've seen that on our stories and stuff. But we keep the same theme every year and it's be kind, work hard, have fun. And there's scriptures that go with each of those. But so then I just say that to the kiddos in the morning as they're leaving for school. And then as we have opportunity at dinners, Jeremy and I will lead the kids in talking about one of those themes. We bring it up in conversations, you know, how are you having to work hard right now? And are you seeing any payoff? Um, how are you doing with being kind? Is there, did you have an opportunity to do that? Is there, is there an area where you're struggling and what are you having fun with at school? And so just asking those conversations and keeping that going, um, I think has been a real blessing to our family so that when we do, and by the way, I mean, we're having family dinner two, maybe three times a week, realistically, with the kids' schedules right now. Um, but that when we are having dinner, that we try and lean in and have some intentional conversations. I am taking notes over here. I'm just going to put some more things into practice <laughs> when so I get home today. I'm like, oh, that's so good. Why am I not doing that? Okay. All right. All right. But I think if, if you write it on a chalkboard, if you put it on a piece of paper and put it on the door, if you, you know, whatever it is, and mom, maybe that just means that in your time with God this next week, that when you sit down and you pray that you just ask him, hey, what do you want my husband and I, or, or maybe it's you, um, to lead my family in this school year? Like, where do we need to focus? And, um, you know, is there a verse we want to be working on together? Is there a is there a concept or a theme um, just so that we make sure that we're keeping what's important, most important, that basketball and volleyball and music lessons and don't eke out what we know is eternally important um, and that we are truly teaching as we go with our children. So good. You can do it, moms. We believe in you. We really do. You are doing a great job. Pat yourself on the back right now and go, score. We're all still alive. Woo! Seriously. 
If you're still if you're still with it, you're killing it. That's right. That's right. Good job. Good job not driving to Mexico. Please don't. Put the white flag outside of your house too. I just PSA to all of you. Let's not drive to Mexico right now, okay? Okay. We love you, moms. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.